Hello and welcome to the Politic Podcast, the only series about the Ward 1 Alder race in New Haven, Connecticut, which is currently sweeping the campus and knocking on your doors, whether you like it or not. My name is Anthony Carews, and I'm joined today by Maddie Colbert. Hey, everyone. And Simone Siever. Hello, everyone. In this episode, entitled Who We Gonna Vote For, we will be discussing the Fish and Sarah election, canvassing, we'll have some speed dating with Ugana Eze, the Republican candidate for Ward 1, followed by an interview with him, and we will conclude with our rumor mill. Let's get started. I'm so excited. So last Wednesday was the Ward 1 primary election for the Democrats, which Simone was, Simone was actually there. <laughs> I was that. there. I was there. I didn't mean to go. I was walking to dinner in downtown New Haven, and I saw all the canvassers outside, and I just got swept up in the excitement, and I found myself in a room where they were going to announce the elections. That's just so lucky. It was so <laughs> lucky. It was so, so lucky. How weird. So I walked in there, and there were two streams of people on a long hallway, most of them Sarah Edelson supporters, in yellow. And for those of you who played youth soccer, you'll remember this is like the tunnel that you run through when you win something. <laughs> yeah, you high-five everyone yeah. before you get the Cheez-Its and fruit roll-ups. Yeah, it's exactly. like, it's like uh, yeah, except sometimes mean people would like not high-five, they would like punch instead right. in my youth soccer league. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, it's, it's mean big, soccer yeah. players. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so put out a fist. So the Sarah Idelson scores were there, and then there were a couple of fish supporters in the back, mm-hmm. not too many, and then someone emerged from two doors screaming Sarah and it was so weird because nobody I didn't know who that person was it didn't seem like it was official some guy got worse like should you have known who he was <laughs> potentially <laughs> I have no idea who he was important? this like, really <laughs> seems like one of those war scenes where someone just busts through the door without a shirt <laughs> holding a torch eyes rolling back shrieking Sarah <laughs> Not a normal scene. I wasn't there. You I wasn't there. there. <laughs> Very odd. And then someone came out and announced the vote tally, and I left. It's I believe the tally crazy. was yeah. 307 to 175. Correct. That was the tally. I mean, this is nuts. Like we, None nuts. of us predicted this in a politic podcast round one. No. I'm shocked <laughs> she won. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, know. her canvassers were definitely going wild in the last few days before the election. I mean, there were so many Idelson supporters on campus. It looked like they were raiding <laughs> Yale. It was like the sacking of Yale. Um, no, there were posters everywhere, on doors, on walls. Lots of yellow. Lots of yellow. Yeah, no, the same, um, like, five, or no, no, same two guys came to my room at least, like, six times looking for my sweetmate. Um, and each time she wasn't there, then they just came back and came back, and they got her, and then I think she voted for Sarah, so... That worked, but it was kind of terrifying for me. <laughs> it was like, hello, you people. Do we think canvassing works then? Uh, yeah. yeah. She had more canvassing. I don't know. See, I thought it would, like, really badly hurt her, and clearly that's false. Like, she won. So I don't even know what's happening anymore. Yeah, I have, I have a theory on this. Here's my theory on canvassing. I think that we think that people get annoyed, and then, you know, that turns them off from voting for someone, but... If you really think about it, if someone comes to your door and you get annoyed with them because they're canvassing for I, any, you know, anyone, few to none, like no Yale student's going to go to the polls and then vote for the opposite candidate, you know, to spite those canvassers that came through. You're just not going to yeah. vote. Like if you get annoyed, you're just not going to vote. 
But, I mean, uh, yeah. people were really annoyed with the canvassing this past week. I mean, there were posters on doors saying, if you knock on this door, we will not vote at all. And I think people were most concerned about strangers being in their entryways. Yeah, I was confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean. I wonder what Yale Security thinks about that. Well, uh, that's why I, I, I actually well. I actually talked to Yale Security. Who <laughs> knew? Um, this morning and asked, you know, can there be strangers canvassing in our entryways? Unanimous answer, absolutely not. Unless accompanied by a Yale student, Yale Security said that we should actually be calling Yale or even New Haven police on wow. these canvassers. New Haven police? That seems like a lot. Seems pretty excessive, yeah. I don't know. The, the, the person I talked to was pretty pumped about it. Like, he really <laughs> wanted to drag some canvassers out of his entryway. <laughs> uh, that's terrifying. I'm wow. glad you talked to them. That's important to know. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think going back to what you said, Simone, canvassing it in the end does win because either they don't want to vote for anyone, so they're not voting for your opponent, or they know who you are and they pick your name. And do you think that's why Sarah won because of the canvassing? Because it seemed to me that her base of support just had a much higher rate of turnout than Fish's. Like, probably if you surveyed the whole Yale campus, I feel like more people actually support Fish. During the debate, they did one of those live polls. Overwhelmingly, people supported Fish. Mm -hmm. But I think when it came time to Election Day, they just didn't care enough to actually turn out. Yeah. That seems about right. Yeah. That's, like, pretty sad. But I think probably a good estimate that a lot of the people who were official supporters just didn't take the time to vote like they supported him in theory and i think also a lot of people's um opinion is that their vote doesn't matter uh, but in an election like this it really does no it really yeah is. It really and is. I, I a lot of people i talked to was like i'm not going to vote like what am i going to do like i don't really like have a say in this but it's sad and especially in an election like this they absolutely have a say so bummer that people want that well, so now we know that Sarah Idelson is going to be the Democratic nominee for Ward 1. But lucky enough, we actually have Ugana Eze here, yeah. who is the Republican oh. candidate. <laughs> so um, we're glad to have you here, Ugana. I'm very happy to be with you all. And thank you, Anthony, uh, Simone, and Maddie. Yeah. So we're going to start off with a segment we call Speed Dating, where we're going to shoot some questions out at you, perhaps some fast responses, just so our listeners learn a little bit about you, um, your (laughs) campaign. This probably won't have much to do with your campaign, but just so they know a little (laughs) bit more about you. Um, Okay. uh, How old are you? I'm 21. What's your college? I'm Pearson. Uh, What's your year? I am a senior. Where do you go to school? I go to Yale. What's your major? I am philosophy and global affairs double. Where? Ooh, damn. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, where are you from? Uh, I'm from New York. Uh, what was the last lie you told? What was the last lie I told? Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw someone wearing uh, flip-flops, and I told them, nice shoes. <laughs> I felt horrendous. I really want to say, like, what are those? What are those? <laughs> what are those? <laughs> What is your favorite show on Netflix right now? The Walking Dead. And can I wax philosophical for 30 seconds? You are. Go. go I think The Walking Dead is a statement on the Hobbesian state of nature. I think it's probably one of the best shows out right now. That's pretty gross, though. A lot of of zombies. zombies, That's what I thought. Kind of like canvassers. <laughs> kind of like canvassers, yeah. <laughs> How about this? If you become older, you get $2,000. Mm. What are you going to do with that money? I'm probably going to donate it. Pretty good, damn. To what? Uh, mainly like local initiatives. Um, okay, who's your favorite artist right now? Like musical or otherwise? Musical. 
Uh, ooh, I don't know why I asked that because that's a very hard question. Um, <laughs> I love Young Thug. Okay, Thugger. love Young Thug. He's real. What was the best movie you saw last year? The best movie? Mm-hmm. Oh man, um, I completely forgot. Oh no! <laughs> I, well, I mean, my sweet watch Spartacus from episode one all the way through to the fin- finale in the space of a week. Um, I think crazy. I, I don't Spartacus know. is your favorite movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, no. It's no, the, it's the, the experience. The stars TV show is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the experience of watching it, you know, with my friends. Just pick Shawshank Redemption. You're always safe. You're always safe with that choice. So we, we know that GHEV has been renamed Good Nature Market. Mm-hmm. There's a debate going on right now. Is the new GHEV called GNAT? Or Natty Mart. There is a right answer. There is an objectively correct. It's Natty Mart, obviously. It is. It is Natty Mart. You want to associate as much as possible with the former institution. Correct. And uh, for a final question, this kind of hedges on policy as we move into some questions Mm. about your campaign. But in the last Alder election, Paul Chandler proposed to build a crosswalk between Old Campus and the New Haven Green. Will you incorporate this proposal into your platform? Uh, I think it's worth worth considering. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Is that facetious? <laughs> I think they call it sarcasm. Okay. Um. All right. Cool. Uh, we have other questions too, though. How about a serious one? Yeah. Let's get real. Cool. <laughs> Why are you running as a Republican instead of an independent? Yeah. Well, you know, first and foremost, I'm running as a Republican because I am one. Um. I think you know, growing up, I saw a lot of politicians, especially Democrats, make promises and they consistently failed. And I think. Personally, like, I don't identify with the national GOP, um, but I think on an individual level, I do think that, like, limited government and, you know, civil society is, like, the ways that we address the biggest policy issues. Um, But that all being said, I think, you know, my running as a Republican in this race is very much, I think, a label because local politics is nonpartisan. Um, Our team is bipartisan. We have people from all over the political spectrum, former members of Sun, the Dems, people who campaigned for Elliker, people who campaigned for Sarah in the past. Um, we have people from all over, and I think, you know, that's the kind of coalition we're trying to build on campus. You know. Can you tell me a little bit about the term civil society? Ooh. I feel like that's a very philosophical slash global affairs term <laughs> that I may not be familiar with. Yeah. Yes, I've been working on my kids. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think, you know, the way I like, I like to think of the policy questions, uh, especially in New Haven, is that, you know, in terms of who actually implements policy on the ground, it's actually through, like, volunteer associations and organizations within the city. Um, and I think that the approach I'm taking with this race is that, and this is why it's important to have a Ward 1 Alder who's a current Yale student, is that we need someone who's a representative who's able to connect the different organizations working within the city actually affecting policy um, together to address the city's most serious problems. So it's like very much like this idea of community instead of you know institutionalized um, actors, to borrow a global affairs term. And how is your approach different than Sarah's? Yeah, so I think... Uh, in a very important respect, I think my focus is very much on this, being present at Yale and connecting and mobilizing Yale students to engage with the city. Um, I think Sarah's approach is slightly different. Um, at least for the past four years, we've seen that she takes more of the approach that the Ward 1 Alder being like an ambassador going into the city that's no different than the other 30. Um, I think my approach is very much like considers the fact that uh, Ward 1 is very unique, and I think that the role of the Ward 1 Alder is to support city initiatives um, by mobilizing Yale's campus. And I know Fish is not going to be running in the general election, but how do your policies differ from Fish's? Because connecting Yale with the New Haven community seemed to be a central focus of his campaign as well. Yeah, so I I think my approach is very much 
reaching um, into all those parts of campus that normally are not politically engaged and exposing them to, you know, the city and introducing them to opportunities within the city. Exposed. Um, exposed. <laughs> all right. So, like, right now, I'm on the board of the National Society of Black Engineers, and we're putting together a tutoring program um, to mentor, like, you know, minority students who normally don't go into STEM. I'm working with the Society of Women Engineers to do very much the same thing. Um, you know, I think for us, our approach is not just working with those groups that are, that are already involved in the city, but getting groups that are not involved in the city um, to be involved. I think my dream at the end of two years is like, to have, like, Yale Taps, like, working with people in the city and the Yale, like, the Freestyle Collective, which I co-founded, you know, just dropping bars with city residents. I want, like, as many people as possible to engage with the city as possible. Um, going off some policies I read on your site, you talked about this, this culture of mentorship you want to cultivate. Yeah. Um, do you, can you expand on that a little bit? How would you, what, what would you implement specifically that would create this culture? I think, so the way I, I see it, and this is why we need an alder who's present, um, is that I would just meet with people in different groups on campus and propose this idea and we'd structure these things. And I think the th one of the things I found out, I found out like through this race is that there are a lot of people on campus who are really, 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 really excited about engaging with the city but just don't know how or don't have a point of contact with the rest of the city. Um, and I think that my role as an alder, if I were, like, fortunate enough to be elected, would be connecting them with it. So, like, I mean, I keep listing, like, different groups, but this is all I've been doing. So, like, mm -hmm. I've met with YSEC, for example, right, and, like, the Student Environmental Coalition, and they were very, very interested in talking about environmental policies within the city. And the Sustainability Office was very excited that I was talking with them, and they wanted to support that um, as well. Um, like I mentioned, the other different engineering groups on different groups on campus. Um, I think, you know, creating culture of mentorship is just putting forth this expectation that it's not enough to just come to Yale and engage with the city when, you know, you want to go to Toads. But mm -hmm. I think that I want to push for an, the sense that we have an obligation or responsibility to the city. Um, and we just do that by telling people that they have it. So what about these policies uh, ident identifies as conservative? Mm. Um, so I think it's more the focus, per se, right? The focus on relying on civil, civil society, my favorite buzzword, um, <laughs> rather than... Uh, Itself. But I think, you know, on the local level, I, I mean, I'll just say it again, like, local politics is nonpartisan, so there's nothing mm -hmm. that really looks, like, specifically Republican about my approach, because I don't think there's a Democrat or Republican way to, like, clean a street, right, or to, yeah. you know, put together a mentorship program. Got it. Something you talked about on your website was the issue of crime mm -hmm. in New Haven, and that's something that's come up in the debate. People yeah. are talking about it. It's obviously an issue that's important to a lot of people who live in the city of New Haven. What's your approach to that? Yeah, so, I mean, first, you know, I should say that when we talk about crime in the city, I think we need to make a differenti differentiation, um, as a uh, GRE word, by the way, um, between crime itself and fear of crime. Um, I think that a lot of what I want to focus on is addressing the issue of fear of crime, because I think that crime itself within the city is actually on the drop, is dropping right now. Um, but, you know, to address, like, the first part of crime, I think some of the things I'm, I want to do is support police initiatives like Project Longevity, um, and different, like, big SIBs and little SIBs programs with at-risk youth within the city. Um, I want to push for better street lights so that our streets are better lighted, again, addressing that fear of crime issue. Um, I want to push for mentorship, again, you know, between, you know, Yale students and uh, people in other parts of the city um, and volunteers with the police. But I think that, you know, for all the small policy proposals that I can make on this issue, I think that we need to also think about the bigger conceptual issue of what contributes to crime. And I think that if you have, you know, failing schools and, you know, poor economic environment for you know, disadvantaged communities within the city, it's, it's difficult to, you know, keep, you know, having a reactive um, approach to addressing crime in the city rather than a proactive one. Um, and so I think, you know, what I want to do as a candidate is address that, the longer-term issues um, that contribute to crime within the city. 
In the Democratic primary, something that kept coming up was the concept of whether or not the ward one alder should have leadership within the, the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fish said no, and Sarah shouldn't, uh, stating that essentially that it was bad that Sarah was the chair of the youth committee because it was overstepping her boundaries, if I'm understanding his criticism. What is your opinion on that? Yeah, so I was kind of confused by that because, I mean, we already do have Yale students who are in the leadership of city government, right? So the chairman of the Democracy Fund is a Yale senior who's like my former roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know... Connection. Connection. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Although he's not allowed to be affiliated and he's actually like told me like don't talk to me right now you're running from um it's sad friends um but yeah i think that you know i don't think it's it should be strange or bizarre for you know yaleys or people on campus to take the initiative and engage with the city even if it's in positions of leadership i think what's more important is that we are careful about our voices that we don't drown out the voices of local new haveners um with the things that we propose and that we use our positions to support city initiatives rather than supplant them with our voice So a couple weeks ago, I think just about everyone on campus thought Fish was going to win Mm -hmm. uh, the Democratic primary election. Sarah ended up winning, and I'm wondering how that changes your campaign strategy. Yeah, I mean, we were ready for, like, any of the three possible uh, scenarios, so the strategy hasn't really changed. I think for us, what's more important is that we get our message out, um, that we let, you know, people in Yale know about what issues affect the city and why our campaign is so unique. Um, not just in the context of this specific race, but I think in the in the context of past races as well. Um, we really are trying to do something different and somewhat revolutionary with how we're approaching um, this race. And Fish and Sarah always, they kind of expanded on their experiences in New Haven. Mm-hmm. People looked at those two as two people who were really involved in the community. Um, would you say that you've been as involved as them? I mean, how would you, t- like, frame your involvement? Yeah, so, I mean, going into this race, I think all three of us were involved. I think, you know, and we were all involved in very unique regards, right? So Sarah's involvement was through her, the Board of Alders. Fish was through Dwight Hall programs. And my experience was through mentorship programs, partially through Dwight Hall, but also just, like, organic interactions I had. Whole Foods Organic. Whole Foods Organic, I'm Whole telling you. That's going to be the buzzword up until <laughs> up through November 3rd. Um, so we all had, like, meaningful engagement with the city. I think, what differ- I think, and what, I think what's going to differentiate myself from Sarah going into the general is that in addition to having my experiences in the city, I also have experiences and connections and a connection and relationship with people here at Yale, which she doesn't have. Um, and, like, you know, there's that famous YDN survey, right, where four out of 37 people could recognize her name. I think that's a shame, right? Um, we should know who our, our representatives are. And I think that would be the big difference that I think should matter for this race going forward. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Ugana, mm-hmm. for, for explaining some of your policies, but we're glad we still have you here because <laughs> it's time for our favorite segment, <laughs> the rumor mill. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we love the rumor mill here. So, so the rumor we're hearing lately on campus is that you can, you can drop a beat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cars. I've heard true? that rumor. Have you guys heard that? <laughs> so Allegedly. I think, you know, my freestyling is somewhat like, you know, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton playing the saxophone. <laughs> wow. wow. Hall that show. really That's high praise yeah. for yourself. Like his I thing. have a very <laughs> humble, you know, opinion of myself. <laughs> we should probably test this Yeah, rumor, I think we should guys. test mm-hmm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. So we're going to mm-hmm. test this. We are going to play a beat for you to freestyle over. Mm-hmm. We want it to be about Ward 1 at the beginning, and then as it goes on, I think we'll name some phrases, and we'll see if perhaps you can adjust your freestyle uh, to accompany these words. 
<laughs> okay. Does that sound good? Let me see if All I can right, do let's it. let's get a beat going. Oh. <laughs> oh, this beat is so fire too. Okay. People love the policies that I'm making. I came here to run in the race here in New Haven. Back where the people, their souls need a saving. I don't know where to go. I wasn't all that brazen. Yell this rapping stuff, it is my art. I play that stuff like I was the harp. I'm moving out like Tony Hart. You can call me. I'm an animal, pull me back on Noah's Ark. I pick apart everything that you just want to say. I came here to come and save the day. I don't know, throw me a word so that I can keep freestyling. T-shirt. Yo, my T-shirt, I put on my T. Put it on letter L-M-N-O-P. You don't see me. I don't know. Here we go. I put it on my phone. L-T-E or 3G. People don't want to see me like John Cena. I'm a lion. I'm moving like a hyena. <laughs> Let's go G-Hav. Pretty G-Hav. good. G-Hav. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, G-Hav and send me back to purgatory. Homie, you know that this my story. I picked up a bacon, egg, and cheese. Will you please leave me alone? I'm trying to go back home at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm drunk in the middle of the night. Now I'm yawning. I don't know where to go. Give me some more of that hot sauce. Hot sauce, hot sauce hot is sauce good. Is hot very sauce is very accurate. Really, yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. So wow. fun fact, Holy by the way, crap. there's a hip-hop class here at Yale. I think it's a Calhoun College seminar. And your final for that class is dropping like a mixtape. And I tried to get into that what? class. What? Did you get in? That's crazy. How did you not get in? You should have just wrapped until they let you in. Are you, you going to drop a mixtape regardless? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, I will. Actually, my, our policy drop will probably be, be through like mixtapes. Oh, good. Bring it on the podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. Well, that's so great. Thank you so much for yeah, having a conversation. Thank you, thank you for yeah. the freestyle. <laughs> that was insane. I'm glad the rumor is true. I'm a victim. Well, and with that freestyle, it concludes our second episode of the Politic Podcast. So, my name's Anthony Carews. I'm Maddie Colbert. I'm Simone Seaver. And thank you for joining us today. And a special shout out to Phoebe Petrovic for producing the podcast, Michael May for the music, and WYBCX for the studio. I'll see everyone next week. Yeah, thank you. Bye.